You're listening to the OKest Fisher Podcast, part of the OKest Podcast Network, featuring your hosts, Matt Strine and Greg Tubbs. There it is. Let's talk about fish. Let's talk about fish. You guys are the host. You got to kick this off the way that you okay. do it. Okay. So we usually need some music. It just, it's, I'll just put it in. And I don't want you to play your skin flute, okay? Oh, God. Let's pour some more bourbon. Give me another. <laughs> you, you need another shot of this. Here, we'll give you some flight. of this. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, give that yeah, one yeah, to Eric. Yeah, give that, that one to Eric. That one's, that one's got your name on it. You promptly oh, moved the glass what? away from me. Yeah. That's enough. That's, I, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Here, blended. We'll do. You, uh, blend, <laughs> yeah, blended. Blend there you go. There's a lot of room left in that glass. <laughs> Somewhat to do with fishing. The last time I went to the Boundary Waters <laughs> on a moose shed fishing trip, <laughs> we all moose brought moose shed fishing trip. Moose shed fishing. That's we weren't. We were fishing with moose sheds. It was no. Well, you uh, were paddling with. But moose my shed. buddy, yeah, 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 that's more like my buddy Lane. <laughs> so Lane is the young gun of the group. We all brought whiskey because I said, you know. Do we bring beer? I'm like, no, you don't bring beer to the Boundary Waters. Yeah, you're not going to pack carry all that up, right? Bring whiskey. Do you want to sip around the fire? So we all got our whiskey out and like, oh, what do you got? You know, and we're all going what everybody brought for sipping whiskey. And I'm like, Lane, what do you got? He's like, oh, it's a blend. I'm like, like Kessler? He's like, well, like whatever my dad had, I just poured it all in one bottle. <laughs> I was like, are oh you God. shitting me? I said, how many did you pour in there? He's like, I don't know, like five or six different bottles. I said, were they all whiskey? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Some brandy in there. What, did you try it? It's a Wapatooie. No, I didn't try it. Wapatooie of brown liquid. <laughs> Ooh, it's aged. Yeah. <laughs> a blend. I would have tried Part it. of that tasted like lighter fluid. <sighs> Blend of a bunch gotta, of blended whiskeys. The devil's lettuce goes to the boundary waters, in my experience. We didn't bring the devil's lettuce. Okay. It was very light to pack. Is that kale? <laughs> <laughs> well, for some irritable bowel syndrome people, yes, it is. Man, we got the, we got the munchies. We cut a lot of smallmouth that night. <laughs> boundary Man. waters are not a good place to have the munchies. <laughs> Dude, I'm really hungry. You Unless you like tamarack cones. There you go. <laughs> we did add a lot of blueberries. Too. So we found these blueberries. Like, what do we do with them? What do we do with them? What do we do with them? And we just started hawking all these blueberries in our water canteens. Because they kept, but then our water tasted really pleasant. <laughs> like blueberries. And then, but then we could eat them later, too. It was actually like a genius idea. My buddy Dave was like, put them underwater. I was like, that's a good idea, High man. High in vitamins. Yeah. Brilliant choice. He was yeah. high, high he was, in antioxidants. He was super vitamins. stoned when he had that idea. <clears throat> Saved oh. our life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. I was, well, how's very, that I was for very close to God in the bunch of water. Let me tell you. That's one hell of an intro. <laughs> For those of you tuning in, this is the OKest Fisher Podcast coming at you from the OKest Hunter Podcast Studio here in Oconomowoc. How are we doing, guys? Well, Sounds like we're doing okay. We already ripped a podcast. We're, which we're pretty we're warmed pretty, up. Yeah. <laughs> Our chests are warm with bourbon and hams and, and hams. hams to the hams. Oh, there good it job. is. Pork chop in a can. That's what she said. So. What's that? This this oh, yeah. this episode is just going to be off the rails. It already started off totally derailed. But I'm going to throw this question out there: What fishing trip are you looking forward to the most this year? He's looking at me. I, I'm going to start with you. I, I, we're going to go right and go. In your name, go around. we got to tell you the audience who you are. Derek Melkor, okayest hunter podcast. Your, yeah, who is your daddy and what does he do? My daddy is Doug. <laughs> it is not a tumor. It is not a tumor. He hurts in his back. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
<laughs> uh, no, fishing. I uh, always love getting out fishing with the kids, but like personal fishing, like what I really want to do that I miss doing is I'm going to go inland trout fishing mm. in northeastern Wisconsin. I miss... What do you mean? Like the bound? Like, oh, not the boundary. I mean, the driftless? No. Northeastern. North, north, you like, are geographically challenged. We I'm know thinking, like, and it's okay, trout but stream it's fishing okay. or what? No, that's trout stream fishing, but that's like good trout stream fishing. I'm talking like alders growing over every bank so you can't get your pole in there, like struggling to catch and eight he, inch brookies. Like, I like that. And Derek and I did experience, like, he's like, yeah, well, if you go over here and I'll go over there. And it literally is like that. It's like, yeah, there's a basketball size hole I can. Slingshot. <laughs> if I like, you think like flipping and pitching, like that's what we're yeah. doing with. <laughs> yeah, like you're not a shorter a fly rod. No, uh, no. <laughs> if you can hit that spot with a fly rod, you're doing pretty good. I, I can use a I straw. Can, yeah, a pocket <laughs> fly rod. Pocket <laughs> fly. I can, I can Ron Popeil could that. have a new job here. <laughs> I feel like I want to put that on a shirt. I can hit that, and it's like a really tiny fishing spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. I'd hit that. Yep. No, I, I love uh, spinner. You know, yeah, Panther Martins. But yep. I, I, I'm not. I'm like not too highbrow to not chuck a worm and a little gold hook in there. A little. Dude, that's the best way. I, I absolutely love doing that up there when, when, uh, you know, it's not because some of the seasons, the earlier trout season. Sure. Now that it opens, you can only use artificial baits or whatever. So. Obviously not doing it then, but like opening a trout fishing, little gold hook and a little leaf worm, fling mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, and you that. you and I drove around. I mean, we had other other intentions in mind, but like everywhere we stopped, there was like a bunch of people, and if they saw us stop there, they were stopping there and like running. Yeah, to get in, it's like, dude, there's nothing here. <laughs> I think everywhere that we went, there were cars. There were cars. But like you got out and looked, and it was like, well, I wouldn't want to fish this anyway. Like, this yeah, is like just there's, a there's sand bottoms. There's shallow. It's there's deep, nothing like here. You can have it. <laughs> where, where, yeah. And where were you guys? Northeastern Wisconsin. Northeastern Wisconsin. Ocano, Marinette County. Yeah. Like north up, of up Green Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. North and west of Green Bay, but northeastern Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Not a term I hear very often. Yeah. I mean, a lot of tamarack around, like you said, but you're getting in there and you're trying to find holes and. Every year is different. You got a later later melt, and, you know, big time runoff. That's going to change conditions. If you get a big rainstorm, that'll screw things up too, or make them better. Maybe. I've never had like super great luck on opening weekend of trout hunting. I think like, it's the pressure. Yeah, and I've had it where we went up further north and fished sections of like uh, the Casey Creek and. Uh, the Pike River, where we've done pretty well in the middle of the day, go figure. Everyone's like, you know, got to get out early. Well, yep. we ended up hiking around, finding people everywhere. And then in the middle of the day, all of a sudden, you find start catching some nice big browns and stuff out of there. But typically, even in like the summer, some of those little spots we hit, like you find the right little hole, cold water, beautiful. Yeah. I, I love doing that. That's my favorite type of fishing. Trout are a lot of fun. I mean, my best experiences were not here in Wisconsin, they were in Montana. And oh, that yeah. was just by sheer luck. That's a different breed. Though. It is. Okay. I mean, if you if you go out and fish Montana, just fish. Go out there with the expectation of bring the ultralight with four to six pound test line and a box of Panther Martins. You can find fish somewhere. It's oh, not difficult. Depending on when you what go out there. What is a Panther Martin? A little spinner. A little spinner. So you know Meps Meps Meps's version is the, the XD. Yep. Right. But the Panther Martin is. It's a heavier spinner. It's a weighted. It's a lead-bodied spinner. So I guess I'm a Meps guy then. Well, different strokes for different folks. Different different baits for different bodies of water. Different oh, oh, types I, of. I, I was waiting for a right away. <laughs> different baits for dis- different masters. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a master baiter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but 
the Panther Martin's been around forever, and I mean, they were the one that originated that style of spinner that runs a little bit deeper that you can bounce off rocks and it it works man i mean if you don't go anywhere without a gold-bladed black body with yellow spots panther martin pick your size whatever you like running that's like the color to have no matter what the water conditions are it just works it flat out fishes I love the little uh, brown trout one too. Yep, that's got another the brown good. trout color, like the little bit of brown, yep. the red and blue speck. But do the fish love it? The fish destroy it. They don't not love it. Yeah. <laughs> so remember, lures catch the fisherman's eyes first. So that's really all you got to yep. do. And I think another good one too is the, I think it's a yellow body with orange spots and a silver blade. That's another real great one. Or the reverse of that is the orange body, yellow dots, silver blade. That's. Trout love orange. Orange Should we go and yellow. around the room with that question? Yeah. You're next. Yeah. Big Matt. Your 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 fishing trip you're looking forward to most. October up north, fall musky. Mm, tell us about that. I don't care what I got going on. I could have a big buck patterned. I will be up north fall musky fishing. It's the best time of the year to fish. They eat, they eat heavy, they eat suckers, they eat big baits. And you usually have four, five, six fish days, if you're lucky. But most of the time we are. So, <laughs> What's your favorite presentation out of all that? I mean, when I think fall, I think sucker minnows. I think big jerk baits, bigger baits always. Yep. So we usually have me and one of our buddies. Um, we always have two suckers out the back, two different sizes. We run a 12-inch and then a 14 to 16-inch sucker because uh, they both get eaten. Um, and then we always flip between, like, Big rubber and, you know, jerk baits, you know, suics, 10, 12-inch suics, um, and then some sort of rubber, whether it be a toad, a medusa, big pounder, stuff like that. But if somebody starts catching on suics, we're both switching to suics. You know, it's kind of figuring out what they're biting on. That's a great strategy, no matter what kind of fishing you're doing, is throw different presentations out there. If you got two guys in a boat, it's always good, like you're doing yep. Find two, different, yep, two different size suckers, a smaller one or a bigger one. A rubber versus a hardwood suic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you got to try different things. Done, and then you, and if you got to stretch your rubber over your hardwood, then, you know, you do what you got to do. There it is. It's a lot of winking over there coming from old Greg. <laughs> I thought as I was twitching. Lord have mercy. <laughs> That's my favorite trip, uh, favorite trip of the year. Really? It's just, I love going up there, fall colors, wake it up. Snowing 20 degrees, and it'll get up to 50 during the day. It's just you got your ice fishing gear on, and, and you're not jonesing to be man. I should be down in that tree stand. I nope. should be no that okay. that week of time. I don't care. Must be are the whitetail of the waters, right? Yeah, you got to be a little crazy in the head to fish for them because they're almost impossible to catch until you catch one. But once you catch one, it opens the door, and it's yep. like all the muskies come in. So. Oh, yeah, he's caught one before. We oh, can he's just good. go chill. We, can, we trust him. he throws him back, so it's all good. We it's trust him. He's it's chill. Fine. He's chill. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll throw you back. <laughs> so that's mine. What's yours, Eric? I don't have one. A lot of buildup. My, my kids have been have been pressing me already to go fishing, which they've done on all on their own. I've not brought it up. I don't know where it's coming from. Dude, so bluegills for, are the gateway drug. Little blue gills, little blue pills. Yeah, it's, it's the mm-hmm. pier down in uh, downtown Oconomowoc. We're probably gonna get some ice cream, cast some uh, some push button casters, 
a good old frozen pole, Spider-Man pole, and uh, whatever else I got with Cars. some robbers. But I, I don't know. I mean, I I, uh, I can envision what you're talking about. I've been up in the Nicolay during in the fall, and we cooked out at a at a random spot on the lake. It was glass. The reflection was beautiful. I mean, it looked very attractive. I didn't fish it, but it was I was up there for whitetail. Um, but it was it was beautiful. But if and, you could pick oh i so i do have a, i do have like a tentative plan i i do want to get a so I, I miss the boundary waters dearly mm. and um you know when i did it when i was younger we were portaging we were camping we were fishing and doing all stuff i have three kids now so we're i want to get a cabin somewhere on the water with a boat um where we can just go and and fishing up there is different because you feel like you're actually a fisherman because you catch them it's catching. It's not fishing. Fishing down here yeah. in southeast Wisconsin is not the same. So I, I'm excited for my. I would want to bring. I want to bring my kids and and have them experience that, that quiet, the no cell reception, and catching fish and seeing the stars. And uh, that's that's what I probably am most looking forward to is appeasing my kids' demand for catching fish. That's, and, uh, you know, and that feels very fulfilling actually to watch kids catch their first fish oh they love it they want to touch the fish they want to see it yeah they love reeling it in I, it's it's a total drama night nightmare <laughs> like it can be i'm like don't fall in no give me your pole no that's tangled stop touching that don't, no put the worms back like it's constant something is happening that that shouldn't be <laughs> but meanwhile like you gotta expose them but that means you're in for a treat honestly if I could just get drunk and do that, I would be father of the year. But that's not allowed. <laughs> I think what we're, I think what Eric's trying to say is, if you had a little devil devil's cabbage and then went fishing, <laughs> this would be a lot more chill. <laughs> I'm not, my dad. I later learned. Yeah, my bad. I later learned in my veggies crisscrossed. As a kid, my dad brought me fishing in a paddle boat often at this lake in McGuanico. That's a it's a private lake, so his buddy had a house on this lake. You cannot fish unless you live on there, and everything is catch and release except for the gills. Um, there are giant bass, giant pike, huge gills. <clears throat> we would go there at O Dark Hundred on a Saturday morning. We would drive there. Uh, it's called Lake Rochelle in Maguanago. I don't think anyone knows this lake even exists. It's now tiny. they know. <laughs> it's tiny, but no matter. You can't fish it. So uh, we'd go out there in this lake, and we would slam bluegills. And we'd have them in the, the uh, it's not a strainer, but what was that called? Like the, the fish little, basket. The fish basket mm-hmm. that hangs in the water there. It's got the layers or whatever, the metal. It's nice. Well, we'd come back, and we'd, we'd just, we'd, Play those up in the basement by the the basement sink, and we'd fish fry them up, and it was awesome. And I learned a lot, and I played fish, and I helped my dad, and all this stuff, and it was pretty cool. Uh, well, not until about three years ago, drunk at deer camp, I learned my dad definitely was on devil's lettuce every time we went fishing. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit! It's the only way you were tolerable. That explains because I was not a. To- I was I was the kid. I would like my bobber be sitting there, and I would. Just tug the line. He's like, you got a bite. I'm like, that's what you think. Got you good, sucker. <laughs> like, got you I was just good, pranking sucker. my dad. And then I would get snagged and hooked and, and like, you know, bird's nest. And he's like, ah, 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 ah. He's just, you know, struggling with me. But And then I catch a pike and I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this fish. <laughs> Which is still true today, actually. <laughs> we know because there is a reel that was just respawned on the OPS fish page. <laughs> they have teeth, okay? Anyway, no, no. They I'm do. looking forward to bring my kids fishing up in the Bungee Waters. That's probably my uh, North Star here for the season. One of these days. I mean, I was just up in the Boundary Waters last October. And Were you? Yeah. yeah, you went with your wife. I went with my wife. We just went for, you know, our anniversary. 
No fishing done, but just... What do you mean, no fishing done? When did you go? We went in October. End of September, it, beginning of October. Was it frozen up there yet? Or what? No, it, like, literally, it was, it was cold. It was darn cold, but we saw Northern Lights. The stars are amazing. Um, stayed in a camping cabin, which we'll probably not do again because it was damn cold. Oh, and yeah. there's no heat source unless you run all the way back to Grand Marais, which is about 45 minutes so did away. You, did you have to like get a fire going, or how would you do that? You there's no fire. Freeze. There's no place to put a fire in, in a camping cabin. So you had to have nice sleeping bags. Nice sleeping bags, and we ran back a lot, to a lot Grand of, Marais. Lot of friction. <laughs> no, there was none of that. One or two ways to stay warm. Too old for that shit. A brown chicken and a brown cow in there. Yeah, with us. Right. Is that two rats? Doing things in the tube <laughs> This is a fishing podcast. This is a fishing podcast, and we just starting totally to sound derailed. like the OKS Hunter podcast. Yeah, well, you know, Whoops. they're not too far away. We're on the same network <laughs> in the but same studio. Yeah. We ended up buying an electric heater, you know, of all things, and bringing it back because at least the camping cabins at the campground had 120 volt okay. outlets, so you could plug in Charge a heater. Your phone and- yeah, and everything's a bunk bed, so there's. Two sets of bunk beds so in no there. No bottom bunks, just two up tops. Well, no, there's okay. bottom and top. <laughs> Everything's but, a bunk bed. No but, bottoms. But, yeah, there's bunk beds, and there's not a lot of room to work in there. So, oh, oh, I see. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I took that too literally. Not yeah, a lot of room did. to work in there. <laughs> Why are all the beds up top? Because <laughs> that's where they're at. They're really trying to utilize the floor space. Anyway. It's like goddamn mezzanine in here. <laughs> so, many room for, so much room for activities. <laughs> Let's talk about fish. We uh, we apologize for the inconvenience we might be causing you right now. If you have children, you this probably okay should not have let about. them listen in. This is the Fish Camp podcast. This is the Fish Camp. Yeah. This what are you is looking the fish forward? Camp. What's your fishing trip that you're looking forward to this season? Well, you're going to ask me that question. The big lake? Come on. The big lake. I don't know, man. I Simmons. like. I I threw all the all the the big playing cards in on ocean fishing. So I don't I don't want to say did, it's done. Though. Yeah, I'm, I did okay. It was fun. Did you catch any stingrays? No, not this time. I'm shocked. I'm very shocked that I did not catch stingrays down there. Fight. They fight hard, but they just dig into the bottom is all they do. So you might as well try pulling your garage door off the bottom with, with <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> pound test. <laughs> you, you caught a flounder. I mean, that's basically the same thing. No, I mean it. You felt it wiggling, but it wasn't. Oh, it didn't fight anything like. It, not really, because it was like thirty feet from the just dragging from the beach. <laughs> like I literally, I I reeled the rod in, and I could feel something on the end, and I got it to the surface, and I could see it was just a tiny little sand perch. All right. And I saw another rod take off. So I'm like, well, I know what's on this one. I don't care if it shakes off. Set it down. Back in the rod holder. It sunk like 30 feet from shore. I took off running, reeled that one in. I think that one's the double with the pompano. Or no, that was two whiting on that one. Got that in. Went back to the other pole after getting things cleaned up. Reeled it in like this is heavier than what it was before. And here was a flounder. I set that thing right on its face piece of fish bite right on its face and it went oh cool look at that <laughs> and it was all over like, oh you're you're big enough to keep 16 and a half to the to the you know nose to tail they're they got to be Is that 14 how you, measure them? you don't measure them like kill so the, those <laughs> kidding yeah right <laughs> sure well, you go from the second scale sure. into the third yeah, scale yeah, yeah over the here zigzag. in a zigzag triangulate it yeah you triangulate it <laughs> it's like a you do a dorsal like pectoral <laughs> yeah, tail exactly. the girth will tell me a squared plus to the fork of the tail <laughs> to the tip of the eyeball. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just busting your chest. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. 
honestly, I'm looking forward to a trip that we can do as a group. You know, whether it's Boundary Waters, whether it's a lake around a here. A cast and blast. A cast and blast where there might be a little bit of grouse hunting or rabbit. Or yeah, we got to go by Derek. That's know. what we got to do. Grouse hunting. I want to shoot I something really and catch something. That. And then we wanna, I, I started cook. looking at weekends in October already. Let's okay. do it. I'm not kidding. Let's do that. If you're up there fishing, Matt's let's in, make let's it happen. Let's go. <laughs> Surf and turf? Yes. Yes. So we catch some walleye or pike and trout, fillet them trout suckers. Bird. Backstrap, grouse breast. Pike fillets. Pike got, fillets. I do know somebody that's, that's got a lot of venison in their freezer. I want some pickle pike. Is anyone doing pickle pike? <laughs> My father-in-law does pounds and pounds and pounds. Pounds? Of Dude, that stuff is delicious. Oh, because we crack a jar at the bar, and it's literally gone. Crack a jar at the bar. Yep. yep. It's gone. T-shirt. It's gone. <laughs> pickle pike. Pickle pike. Pickle pike. Crack a jar at the bar. It's good stuff. Cracking jars. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my boat out on Lake Michigan. I'm looking forward to... What do you got to do to your boat to get it ready to go? Uh, need some new batteries? Need some new batteries. Need to do some other odds and end work. I'm going to firm up the floor. I thought I was going to be able to what tear the thing firm apart. firm up the floor? It's got a soft spot in it, so I'm going to go in underneath. Soft spot for you, big guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everybody does. <laughs> But I'm going to go doctor that up and get that solid again. So, you know, when I get six foot three over there stepping on the back floor, he doesn't put his foot through because that'll be his luck. <laughs> his feet are too big to fall through the hole. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, mean, could you imagine? Oh, my foot. It'd be, it'd be his luck. He'd what stick happened? his, he'd go it heel first. Through. It fell through. He'd go heel first and bust his ankle. At least he's not or going overboard. Rip my man Achilles. inboard, man. Right? In, man inboard. Now, I'll never hear the end of it because then he won't be man able to go do it. <laughs> Matt will not make it into Montana to do his elk hunt. Nope. It'll be my fault. Yep. Man through board. <laughs> man through the board. Montana this year? Next year. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. No, I mean, fit, that's the beautiful beautiful thing about fishing is like anywhere there's water if you really put your mind to it you can go make it happen i can catch a minnow in a puddle yeah and be happy as can be can you <laughs> yeah yeah i can make it happen i, I gotta plant i'm gonna go. plant a few yeah. first we'll, we'll, make it happen. we'll catch the minnow very literally, very hungry shiners literally can make it happen yep, yep, yep. I, I can manifest that shit all right smell a youtube episode mm. This is going to go all every which way but loose, I think. We're 22 yeah. minutes into this bad boy. Yeah, we're 22 minutes and we're Welcome almost to ready. Welcome to the OKS Fisher Podcast, the OFP Podcast. My favorite name out of all of the abbreviations because it stands for ONF and Program. That's us. That works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I look forward to every fishing trip, to be quite honest with you. Um, but not every fishing experience is a trip. Like the, no, a it's trip not. implies that it's a bigger endeavor. You know, does it though? I don't know. Fishing trip is like you're. Gonna, I mean, if if you don't go, live gonna... if you don't live on the lake, yeah. Every time it is a trip, it's I got to hook up to the boat. I got to tow it someplace and launch it, and then I have to get out and put the effort into finding the fish. I'm not backing any trailers up. I'll tell you that right now. Hey, you did a fine no. job in the Dells. That didn't count. There's no. He, yeah, you, <laughs> you did good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my wife got really mad at me. A school section lake uh, nearby here. I had to back, and I don't know if anyone's ever been to that lake. We backed up a trail under that boat land, boat launch. It didn't go well for me. I borrowed a buddy's boat, and I was like, I got this. I didn't got this. Didn't go well. <laughs> my wife was very it embarrassed. Happens. She it got, happens. She's like, I need to, I need to get out of the truck. And then someone else took over. I think some other like uh, onlooker was like, was a bystander. They just felt really bad for me. They're like, you know what? I think I can just help you. I was like, yeah, yeah, I have no shame. Just go nuts, please. 
It's not going to work otherwise. I just kept doing the same thing over and over and over and over, and it just kept not working. People helping people. <laughs> it's powerful stuff. Well, then the motor died in the lake, so then I had to troll back. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to start the engine. I was like, my wife's like, are you freaking kidding me? Are we stuck out here? I'm like, well, no, we have a trolling motor. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so I've got a funny story about a trolling motor. So back in high school, me and my buddy Adam, who... You've met Adam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Adam. along great with him. Adam's a great guy. He uh, is. Used to be a, a bit more flighty than he is today. Always comedic relief. Hilarious. Okay. Great fisherman. Um, but he and I are going on a fishing trip. This is an actual trip. Up to the cabin. Loaded the boat up with wood. We're camping out on this island on this secluded lake up north. We're great. going to go bluegill fishing, Sounds bass fishing. Fun. Him and I. And we're getting the motor off of my dad's, like, he had like this old pontoon, but he got the motor running. So you guys can use the motor, throw it on the aluminum boat, take that, <laughs> hook it up. Um, it was kind of taken apart because dad got it running and I grabbed the gas tank. I grabbed the motor. I'm like, Adam, grab the gas line. The fuel line is sitting on the counter, blah, blah, blah. Throw it all in the boat, load it up, grab the trolling motor, you know, get all the way. It's a 45 minute drive north from the cabin. We get there. I'm hooking it up and I'm like pulling on the motor and I'm like, what the heck? Look, I'm like. Where'd you end up putting the fuel line? Because it's not connected. What? <laughs> Did he and I was like, was where, he, where's he the, uh, you know, the hose that connects the gas <laughs> to the little motor over here? He's like, oh, man, I totally forgot it. And I was like, oh, sh- cool. Was uh, he on Devil's Lettuce? <laughs> cool. I mean, it's pop. You'd never know. Wait, the one, I told him guy. not to start till we got to the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then, like, at this point, I'm like, all right, you know, we're, we're a ways from the cabin here. Like, okay, we got two batteries, <laughs> got the trolling motor. We can make this work. Yeah. So we troll, and, I mean, this boat is loaded down with our tent, our camping gear, our fishing gear, wood. He's Adam sitting on a pile of wood like this in the front of this little 14-foot aluminum. We have to troll across a lake, through a channel, into the back lake, to the island. <laughs> <laughs> with a 40-pound thrust trolling motor. We, we were out Three there miles an hour. Two days to get there. <laughs> Praying that we had a day to fish, shit. two days to get back. <laughs> <laughs> we actually got towed on the way back. Wow. It feels, like, did they feel bad or did you kill the sir, battery? Oh, the battery was dead. Battery's done. <laughs> battery was dead. We need a tow. But we had a great time. <laughs> That's cool. I love how we can just figure it out. So I went to uh, the Menominee River up in the UP, yep. or like right on the Wisconsin the border. border there. My wife's uh, uncle's got a cabin there, and he's like, come and fish. It was like during COVID, the peak of COVID, and I was like, I need to get the hell out of here. And I remember it, because I, I remember like that's when I just downloaded TikTok, and we were seeing all these riots everywhere, you know, with all this stuff going on, and people painting stuff on roads and weird shit. And uh, it was me, my brother-in-law, and his friend, and my buddy, uh, Shane. And I remember, like, was it Shane? I think it was Shane, yeah, yeah. And we, we had, there's like a pontoon on the property, and they're like, oh, you take the pontoon out. And I was like, well, how do you suppose we get this thing to the water? We don't have a hitch. Like, is there a boat launch somewhere? We don't know. I don't know. Is there a motor on this thing? It's like a trolling motor, I think. I don't remember, actually. But we, <laughs> I remember you calling me and telling me about this. We, car- like, yeah. we carried it down to the water. We're down here chopping wood, and we just carried the boat down. We just carried it. Like, you did in. what? The yeah, it's a, po- it's a pontoon. I'm like... We what are you guys on? Did you like cut logs and roll? No, we just kale. We all just kind of like grabbed a corner and we all, like, there's four of us, there's four corners. We just carried it down to the river. Superhuman kale strength. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we dumped it in and we fished and I caught a huge smallie with my mustache. My wife was really mad about it. <laughs> Who wants a mustache, right? <laughs> you were using a mustache? Oh, he was using his mustache. I, I, yes. I, was like, I mean, like, come on. 
I have this huge mustache. Were you using a, like a nine way fly like, rod or that what? That picture is great, except for that stupid effing mustache. <laughs> I was like, look at this smallie. <laughs> On this pontoon boat. So we got it back to the shore. I was like, shit, guys. I don't think we thought this through. How are we going to get out of the water? We were like, look at each other. We're like, oh, I don't More really lettuce, know. guys. <laughs> we didn't really know. Bring out the lettuce. Ideas will come. <laughs> I tell you what. We superhuman strength the shit out of that thing. And it manifested itself out of the water. And we carried it back up to the trailer. And we didn't know what the fuck was going on. You really like, did that? Yeah, I swear to God. That's, it was crazy. That's pretty cool. We caught sturgeon. We caught smallies. We had a good time. And we chopped a lot of wood. I think I chopped all the wood. They ha- I guys, I love chopping firewood with an axe. It is splitting wood is one of my favorite activities. Not a tree left in that yard. I was like, <laughs> bring on the axe. I like, I don't know what it is. My grandpa as a kid taught me how to split wood the right way. There's a wrong way, by the way, and I don't know that way. I only know the right way. <laughs> so I just love it. I just love it. My back hurts so bad, and I was like, oh, my back is so sore. Well, you did chop like eight cords of firewood, Eric. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The we kale a, wore off. We had a, we had a huge fire Give the, me the whole kale. time. Give me the kale. <laughs> yeah, it's CBD oil. I need that for my back. Different kale. <laughs> on the outside and the inside. <laughs> That's good. Sorry. It was a good fishing trip. Manami River good. held them, but I, I got snagged on a lot of stuff up there, too. But it was good. Lots of, I was really happy. I love catching small. What did you catch your smallmouth on? Remember? So my favorite thing to catch smallmouth on, uh, which seems to be highly successful anywhere that I go, I will show anybody up with a wacky worm setup, and that is my go-to. That Slow presentation. I do love Drop it in the pockets of weeds. It's weedless. Throw it up against rocks. It doesn't matter. Throw it where you want. Let it just wiggle down. Pull it up. Wiggle down. Pull it up. Low. You next never thing, have to do more you, than that. No. Next thing you know, you pull it up, one, and you're, you're like, like oh, there's a fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let never, me ask you, yeah. how are you rigging the wacky rig? I got, like rubber, every, I got a rubber thing. He's got a rubber. The, the rubber band. little rubber. Put the rubber uh, on the worm. Rubber, rubber on the worm. The, the little yep, cock ring that goes around the worm. <laughs> wow. You went there. <laughs> I don't know. We're trying to keep it were We were doing pretty good until that. You forced my hand. <laughs> Forced your hand. You put the hook. You were ready to Don't bring Rosie Palmer back into this. Yeah, don't bring him back. <laughs> Why? So then you just hook the hook on that, and it goes right down the center, and it just it just does that flutter perfectly on the okay. way down. How big of a hook are you using? Uh, it's a particular hook that I use for the wacky it's worm. It's a very setup. particular. Set I don't remember of what it's called, but I have them. I, ha- I buy these hooks, and I buy these wacky worms, and it's a it's a thing. Like they yeah. go What's hand your hand. favorite color and favorite brand? The white, the white oh, with the white. salt. Uh, I don't know. The, is it gulp? Or something maybe. Gulp solid. There's another yeah. brand that's good, but I think maybe it's Gulp. Yum. Probably the, Yum is another one. I think it's Gulp that I like. You're, you're not a Gary and Yamamoto guy. I don't know anything about anything, guys. You're right talking about guy. But okay I tell you what, Fisher. I know what I throw and it works, and I catch the big smallmouth. I know what I throw. But you, I know what I throw, and I throw is just fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know what's crazy though? Mind God. your business, old Mind man. Business, old man. <laughs> <laughs> to actually get serious, that's his confidence lure. Yep. We all have confidence lures. Absolutely. <laughs> a jerk bait and a swim bait for smallmouth. I, I could throw the same thing he is. I wouldn't catch a smallmouth to save my life because I'd be like, this is this is boring. This is boring. You know, and then I'm just like, I got to throw my bait. Ah, this feels good. This Bam, smallmouth. Yep. Biggest smallmouth of my life on a wacky worm. Nice. Uh, the bottom of a channel there, the bottom of Portage in uh, the Boundary Waters, of course. But yeah, and then lots of pike. Even I caught pike on that wacky worm setup. Lots pike, of pike and muskies love wacky worms. So, yes. Just, yeah. yeah. What but, doesn't love a wacky worm? And you catch, you catch a pike at the bottom of this a portage. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> they fight so hard because they're fighting a the current all the time or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I thought that was going to be the biggest pike in my life. And it came up and it was only 30 inches. I was like, wow, geez, I thought you were going to be like 40. He was on the kale. 
Yeah. <laughs> the ready to go. On the kale. Hey, at least he didn't say his favorite rig was like the Ned rig or something, because that's a hot fucking topic. Oh, I never got, I don't know, I'm, I'm old school. Jerk bait, swim bait, fast moving stuff. Meps and wacky worms are my go-tos. Meps, Meps is a tough one to beat because you can throw that in any body of water, especially like from May to June, and you could catch, catch every, everything. Bluegills I've to caught a giant bluegill on a Meps. Yep. I've caught pike mm-hmm. on a Meps. Fishing for pike <clears throat> caught a bluegill. Yep. The biggest bluegill of my life, I think, actually. That on is Meps. definitely one of my favorites. Like If I go up north on the river where I used to fish as a kid, Maps in a, either a gold, silver, or a chartreuse blade, an aglia. The gold one is what's up. Yeah, aglia, number three to number five. They work awesome. Is that your confidence bait? What do you always throw My throwing? maps is my confidence bait. I I'm, thought you said it was the wacky. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of leaning like. This is, look at this. Look at this right here. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here's the, this is literally the lure. That thing's a beast. Yeah. That's yep. That's a nice one. That's, that's a pond. That's a pond bluegill on what so is that, that's a Meps a, four. That's a Meps number. Three? That's a number four. No, that's a four because you still have that bait. That's a number four. I think it's silver blade aglia with the red and the. I and put the my white. hand there on purpose to show the size of the. Fish. I thought you were waving. That's like a. That's <laughs> at least a. <laughs> that's probably a nine inch bluegill. So, that yeah. wax a number four. Lots Aglia. of pike on that. Like lot, we just pike all mm-hmm. day. This is my secret spot that nobody knows about. That everyone knows about now. Oh yeah, there's a gill. That's a little nicer. You can see it. Uh, maybe I'll share one of these photos. I don't know. But that's that's a hungry bluegill. <coughs> Honestly, my confidence bait's probably going to be a swim bait of some type. I've thrown a few different brands, but on a darter jig head, you know, Gamagatsu, anywhere from quarter to three eighths ounce. I like the Gamagatsu heads because the hooks are strong and they're extremely sharp. You can catch everything on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I was even throwing them in the ocean and getting bit off. Go figure. So you lost some, it. Oh yeah, something with teeth came and crushed it. Like it ripped drag really hard, and that but was gone. It was gone. But the hook but, didn't fail. No, hook didn't fail because it definitely did. was in that there. That fish has a new trophy. It does. It's got a, a, <laughs> got a new mouth one. piercing. It's uh, kind of nice collectible right here, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thirty pound fluorocarbon hanging out of its face. Mm-hmm. It's a bummer. A swim bait is definitely one of my go-to lures. I have a hard time with those, those plastics. Mm-hmm. Well, you're fishing plastics. You're fishing. Yeah, but you're like fishing the ones you got to put the hook rig. through the thing and do the stuff. The wet oh, rig is easy. Like yeah, those here we go. It's, it's alignment. Alignment's an issue. It's so, he's it's the guy so that looks easy. like the the squirmy and squirmy wormy. <laughs> well, That's what got it looks the, like. The scoliosis. One. Yeah, like it does. Yeah, swimming a little hard. The spinner worm. Yeah, the spinner worm. The barrel roll. Yeah. When, I, when I was a kid, though, the salamander was where it's No, like dude, dude, that's where my used to be when we used to bass fish a lot. Yes. It was the pumpkin seed. Pumpkin, anything with green pumpkin. With tail. Yep. And then we get the, didn't the matter whether it was red green. or your regular, regular hook with the weedless, the straight shank with mm-hmm. like the yep. J hook. Oh, an actual and worm hook. Weedless, and then you wouldn't put, I wouldn't put a weight on it. Just let it yep. slow Cast sink, it out and over let a that little freaking tail. And by the time you tightened up that line, it was 10 feet to the side. I used to fish that all the time on this yep. little lake up by the cabin, right across from the cabin. And my dad's like, oh, dude, catching all the fish on there. Like, what, what's the deal with that? He never wanted to fish with it, right? Because dad sticks to his two lures he uses, and that's what he Yeah, uses. it's a Rapala from, like, 1950. The original Rapala, the golden black. So that's I right. set him up with the salamander, right? I set him up with the salamander. I'm like, well, here's what you do. Just cast it out. He's like, whatever, you know. Don't have to tell me. And he casts <laughs> out, like, the deep side of the boat. Like, we're fishing the shoreline. Cast it out. And I'm like... You put it in the wrong place, oh, okay. dude. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he reels up. 
I got one. I'm like, of course you do. This is a 22 and a half inch large bottle. Go figure. It's like a six pound bass. I was like, you're such a jerk. She's like, oh, these work pretty good. Honestly, like when I was a kid too, like you go to Walmart and buy the Zoom lizards and anything pumpkin colored. It could be pumpkin with blue flake. It could be pumpkin with the chartreuse tail. Weighted or not weighted, you throw it over a wee bed and let it slow sink. Like you said, you watch your line and all of a sudden your line jumps and it's 10 feet that way. You reel up and you just let it just pull on it a little bit and something was on it. It could be anything from a twelve inch bass to a that a thirty two inch pipe. About was it was the that one that floats up to the top and you know, the number eleven oh, rappel has caught a lot of fish. Every time it comes up to the top, boom, it gets slammed. Yeah, just crazy. And then, honestly, if, if we're talking about like confidence lures from back in the day when those we were are, kids, I guess those are my top three: that Rapala, that's the Meps, one of them, and the Wacky. And yep. that that like I don't think I if you put my tackle box, I have three lures. That'd be it. Now, I do love a good slip bobber setup. Also, nothing wrong with that. That doesn't count as a lure, though. No, it's sure. a, that's a presentation. Yeah, that's yeah. a technique. Yeah. yeah, that's presentation for live bait. I was a big fan of the uh, jointed Rapalas, to be honest. Ooh, the chartreuse yeah. jointed Rapala, perch. early spring, the or the perch. The perch was or always the silver and black, or the silver and <laughs> black. Man, I had black, so many. I didn't have money for the jointed ones. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh good the one. jointed number nine. Good one, oh, Chet. You must have made a little extra money while bussing tables that week. <laughs> oh, come on. When I was buying them, they were under $5 a pop. Now yeah, you go to that. the store, they're freaking like $11. When we were kids, we would go to the river, we would catch big carp, we would go to the beach, we would sell the carp to the people fishing for carp and and then we would catch chubs which are baby carp right no they're not they're an actual Close. minnow but whatever we would catch big chubs we would sell them the bait shop we were we were like i've been running businesses for a long time <laughs> <laughs> these guys like yo where'd you catch that carp i'm like don't worry about it we got it it's yours it's 20 bucks okay it was a fair deal we're going all right 20 bucks and we'd ride we'd on our bikes like with pegs you have a carp basket four of us on two bikes it went from a milk basket <laughs> and bread basket to a fish basket it was wild on man. saturday we, we were we were wheeling and dealing little kids we were we knew all the spots what to do we were running pewaukee like, nice we knew what was up yeah. entrepreneurial spirit Mm-hmm. We would yeah. do something similar with dip nets. We we were allowed to dip net carp. You can dip net carp, so buffalo carp in particular. Okay. And people would come by and want to buy them from us. And I, like first time someone came and offered me, I'll give you twenty bucks a fish. How about twenty bucks and take all of them? Because I don't want to deal with them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. so that guy was like living large. I was like, cool. There. I got yeah. I got twenty bucks. That's cool. That's more than what I came here with. So, but I could have got more money for him if we, I wanted to. When we caught carp. We would uh, we take treble hooks. And we'd take white white bread and we'd ball it around the yep. treble hook. And then we'd take all the other bread, ball it up, chum chum in the water, let it all sink. And you'd have to you'd have to be super silly to get it early early in the morning. Yep. You'd throw all this bread out, chum it up, throw your line in, and you would know which one was yours. You'd watch it, and you would literally watch these school of carp come in. They'd suck up yours, and you just let your line go out, watch your line go out, and eventually, boom, you reel it, and you dude, it was the fight of your life. Carp fun is the funnest fishing there is. There's like, literally, so I it's grew fun. up fishing carp and catfish. Loved it. And, like, I remember Hard my dad bought fish. me a bait caster. It was a quantum bait caster on a Berkeley lightning rod. And I, a bait caster? As a I was kid? using a. Mm-hmm. I did. How oh, yeah. How did you operate is that? It was real easy. I, I just, mad skill, yo. Yeah, I, mad skills, day, yo. Give me a bait caster. Dude, loved it. And I will tell you right now, if you're going to fish the ocean, surf fishing, it's the way to go. But I remember, you know, slip bobber just a, a pinch on bobber and similar like get up early in the morning you knew the schools of carp were coming to hit the shallow flat and so I'd ride my bike across the road down the street a little bit 
get to the flat and you'd see them. They'd be waking at the surface and they were coming closer and closer. So you just bait caster, make my own bread balls, go them up on a, a treble hook, hurl it out there, foot underneath a bobber. And, uh, you know, with the bobber closer to the, the bread ball, you could cast further. So you get it further out there you can watch it float around and all of a sudden, dunk, you come down real hard and come back up. Okay. You get you, you, you get tested a little bit. Your patience gets tested at 10 years old. I didn't old. use the bobber. We just watched it in the river. Nope. So bobber, braid, all that, treble hook, the bread ball gooed on there, hurl it out there, wait for it, finally get the bobber to stay down, and then reel up and just pull back, and then it was on. And yep. you set your drag just right, and you let them pull. You get them in, and you have your fun with them. They were they were a blast. Carp are a lot of fun. I mean, they're trash fish, but... They're strong and fish. They're strong. Cinder, they're cinder block with a motor, man. Uh-huh. They're just, they're a, yep. they're a riot. And a lot of and, guys that bow fish them and, and whatever, but like. Yeah, I mean, and I, I we would go down there too with a spear because we didn't have a bow set up at the time when we were kids, but I'd go down there with a spear and spear them between the rocks, mm-hmm. wait for them to swim through and just sit still for a while and drive the spear into them and pick them out. And that was fun too. And then eventually I did set my bow up. Dad had an old carp reel. It was just a big spool that screwed in where the stabilizer goes, yeah. and he just loaded up with 80-pound test braid. And then he, he brought home a couple of arrows from uh, the Deer and Turkey Expo from Madison one year, and I don't think I even put fletchings on it. I just shot it bare. And You don't need No, you're shooting 20 feet. Yeah. So I remember shooting a couple of carp that way, and, and – one I ended up breaking the line on and never got it back it was a real bummer. But I think that was the end of my my days of shooting carp with a bow. But then after that, I just chased him with a bait caster and and bread. It was awesome. I would love to do that as a casting blast, dude. <laughs> maybe we need. Dude, to there's do enough it. guys around here who have bow fishing boats. I see them all over parking yeah. yards with the uh-huh. lights, the LEDs. Like oh, the the whale tail guys got one right down the yeah. Block that over would here. be so Kyle's fun. Grab one. some little bows or some recurves and. Mm-hmm. Go out and blast some carp. That'd be the a guy blast. that I know. He guides out of uh, LaBelle and everything right over here. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's a good idea. We have contacts. Or forty minutes in, host. What do you want to do? Well, I think. I mean, we've gone down so many different rabbit holes. Either people have hung up yeah, by. If you now. can't relate to something in this podcast, yeah, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Move on. Yeah, we, I think we've kind of <laughs> gone full circle and back again with what we used to love doing as kids. Mm-hmm. And what we're looking forward to this year. But honestly, to kind of circle back, I'm really looking forward to Lake Michigan. Hopefully the four of us can get on a boat together and go out and chase some salmon. That's really what I'm looking forward to. As long as you cook it, I'm happy to go. All right. I'll cook it. I don't care. As long as as you come up to port so I don't have to drive. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) You know what? I'll uh, second mess. 2 a.m. in the morning. I'm taking him with, and we're all just going to camp out at somebody's house or in their yard. I I don't care. (laughs) And we'll... Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, doing it. Idea. We go to port. Yeah. So stay tuned. There's going to be a, a salmon trip. The salmon run. Yep. The salmon, salmon run. We're going to call it the salmon run. Or we can buy tickets and do the OKS Fisher salmon crew yeah. on my boat out of port. That would be a pretty big deal, too. But baby steps. Baby steps, folks. Cool. All right. What do we got for tunes? We got. Uh... Oh, not that again. <laughs> so if we want to be okay, that's really how we end this whole deal. But uh, I don't know. How about we... Uh... That one's not... That's better. 
Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Gals, fishermen, people. Yeah, thanks there, uh, fisher folks. See you next week. Yeah, same bad time. Probably not the same bad channel. We're going to be relocated somewhere. You tell us. How do we do? 